Welcome to Let's Talk About LTC with PCA Pharmacy, hosted by Rob Leffler. Today is Friday, September 17th, 2021, and we're going to continue our series of short podcasts on the COVID vaccines. So far, we've had three podcasts about the vaccines themselves. Today, we're going to delve into some COVID vaccine myths. Then we'll come back to the episode I promised on the efficacy of vaccines. So let's dive into COVID vaccine myths. Myth number one, the COVID-19 vaccine has been linked to infertility. According to John Hopkins, the COVID-19 vaccine will not affect fertility. There was some confusion that arose when there was a false report surfacing on social media a while back, of all places, saying that the spike protein on the coronavirus was the same as another spike protein that is involved in the growth and attachment of the placenta during pregnancy. That false report said that getting the COVID-19 vaccine would cause a woman's body to fight the spike protein that naturally occurs for growth and attachment of the placenta and affect her fertility. Those two spike proteins, however, are completely different and distinct. So getting the COVID-19 vaccine is not expected to affect the fertility of women who are seeking to become pregnant, including through in vitro fertilization methods. Getting COVID-19, on the other hand, can have potentially serious impacts on pregnancy and the mother's health. Myth number two, the COVID-19 vaccine has been proven to be unsafe for those who are pregnant. This kind of goes along with our myth number one, but according to the CDC, people who are pregnant may choose to get vaccinated. There are a lot of OBGYNs and fertility doctors that are also in support of that, and that information has uh, come out over time, and this myth has been debunked uh, time and again. The CDC notes that pregnant people are at increased risk of severe illness from COVID-19 infection. And observational data demonstrates that while there are chances for these severe health effects are low, pregnant people with COVID have an increased risk of severe illness, including illness that results in ICU admission, mechanical ventilation, and even death compared with non-pregnant women of reproductive age. If you're pregnant, we encourage you to discuss the COVID-19 vaccine with your physician. Myth number three, receiving an mRNA vaccine will alter my DNA. According to the CDC, mRNA stands for messenger ribonucleic acid and can most easily be described as instructions for how to make a protein or even just a piece of a protein by our bodies mRNA is not able to alter or modify a person's existing genetic makeup or their DNA. The mRNA from a COVID-19 vaccine never even enters the nucleus of the cell, which is where our DNA is kept. This means the mRNA does not affect or interact with our DNA in any way. Instead, COVID-19 vaccines that use mRNA work with the body's natural defenses to safely develop protection or immunity to disease. Myth number four, 
the COVID-19 vaccine will give me COVID-19. According to the CDC, none of the COVID-19 vaccines currently available in the United States use the live virus that causes COVID-19. There are several types of vaccines in development, and the goal for each of them is to teach our immune systems how to recognize and fight the virus that causes COVID-19. Sometimes the process can cause symptoms such as fever, but these symptoms are normal and are simply a sign that the body is building immunity. Remember, it typically takes a few weeks for the body to build immunity after vaccination. That means it is possible for a person to be infected with the virus that causes COVID-19 just before or after vaccination and get sick. This is because the vaccine has not had enough time to provide adequate protection. Myth number five, if I've had COVID-19, I don't need to receive the vaccine. We'll go back to the CDC for this one as well. According to them, due to severe health risks associated with COVID-19 and the fact that reinfection with COVID-19 is possible, people may be advised to get a COVID-19 vaccine, even if they've been sick with COVID-19 before. At this time, experts don't know how long someone is protected from getting sick again after recovering from COVID-19. The immunity someone gains from having an infection, called natural immunity, varies from person to person. Some early evidence suggests natural immunity may not last very long. Myth number six. The COVID-19 vaccine will cause you to test positive on COVID-19 viral tests. This is also false. According to the CDC, vaccines currently in use in the United States will not cause you to test positive on viral tests, which are used to see if you have a current infection. If your body develops an immune response, which is the goal of vaccination, there is a possibility you may test positive on some antibody tests. Antibody tests indicate that you had a previous infection and that you may have some level of protection against the virus. Experts are currently looking at how COVID-19 vaccination may affect antibody testing results. Myth number seven, the COVID-19 vaccine injects the COVID virus into your body. According to AMDA or the American Medical Directors Association, COVID-19 mRNA vaccines give instructions for ourselves to make harmless pieces of the virus that look like the spike protein. That spike protein is found on the surface of the COVID-19 virus. Then our bodies recognize that protein as not belonging there. So they build antibodies that will remember how to fight the virus that cause COVID-19 if we're infected in the future. Myth number eight, the COVID-19 vaccine was rushed and does not meet the same standards as other vaccines. We'll go back to the American Medical Directors Association for this one again. And remember, that's AMDA. The FDA is using the same strict standards for vaccine development that it has used for decades. No steps in the process have been skipped. And on top of this, two independent advisory committees reviewed the results of the clinical trials. Members and experts of these communities have no conflict of interest and are not associated with any vaccine manufacturers. 
these vaccines were developed so quickly for a few different reasons. First, there was a global effort with the world's leading scientists that were all focused on this single task. Next, they had access to nearly unlimited resources of money, knowledge, manpower, technology. And finally, the trials included a large pool of diverse adult trial participants. And of course, now these vaccines are getting full approval from the FDA. Myth number nine, I can stop wearing a mask and practicing social distancing after I get the COVID-19 vaccine. According to the Mayo Clinic, experts want to learn more about the protection that a COVID-19 vaccine provides and how long immunity lasts before changing safety recommendations. And we can see with the Delta variants that are developing and other variants that are being watched, the continued use of masks seems to be beneficial. Factors such as how many people get vaccinated and how the virus is spreading in, com in communities also affects those recommendations. The CDC still recommends that you wear masks in public spaces, practice social distancing, and of course, good hygiene. And stay home if you're sick. Myth number 10, the flu vaccine will protect me from COVID-19. According to the CDC, while getting a flu vaccine will not protect against COVID-19, there are many important benefits to getting the flu vaccine. For one, flu vaccines have been shown to reduce the risk of flu illness, hospitalization, and death. Secondly, getting a flu vaccine can also save healthcare resources for the care of patients with COVID-19. Myth number 11, the COVID-19 vaccine can cause autism. This has been a myth that has been linked to vaccines for some time. According to the CDC, studies have shown that there is no link between receiving vaccines and developing ASD or autism spectrum disorder. Additionally, the claim that vaccines cause autism stems from a discredited and retracted study that linked the measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine to autism. Hundreds of studies across the globe have shown time and time again that there is no connection between vaccines and autism. Myth number 12. The COVID-19 vaccine is being used to microchip people. According to Reuters' fact-checking initiative, a video shared over 27,000 times on Facebook implies that the COVID-19 vaccine will contain a tracking microchip that will be injected into the individuals that receive the vaccine. This is false. The video is a com compilation of out-of-text or manipulated footage that includes news reports and commentary from Bill and Melinda Gates and Jack Ma that have been selectively combined. Myth number 13, the COVID-19 vaccine could give me breast cancer. The Society of Breast Imaging has stated that women who have recently been vaccinated could experience swelling and a lump in their lymph nodes of their armpit, which could be mistaken as a sign of breast cancer. The CDC reports that 11.6% of vaccine recipients experienced swollen lymph nodes after one vaccine dose and 16% after the second. 
Swelling typically will appear between two and four days after receiving the vaccine. Because of this, the Society of Breast Imaging is currently recommending that women wait to schedule a mammogram until four weeks after their COVID-19 vaccine. Myth number 14. If I'm diabetic, I don't need to monitor my blood sugar after receiving the vaccine. According to the Diatribe Foundation, a nonprofit organization that's dedicated to improving the lives of people with diabetes and pre-diabetes, it's very important to carefully monitor your blood sugar levels for about 48 hours after you receive your vaccine. That's because the vaccine can cause symptoms of illness that can lead to high glucose levels. If you have diabetes and are receiving a COVID-19 vaccine, make sure to monitor your blood sugar, stay hydrated, and have a sick day plan ready in case you feel ill. So far, people with diabetes seem to be experiencing few side effects and minimal effects on their blood sugar. Myth number 15, the vaccines contain a magnetic device. On TikTok and other social media outlets, there have been several videos of people doing a magnet vaccine test. They press a magnet to wherever they got their shot, and it amazingly sticks, at least somewhat. But when you think about it, we've been through quite a bit of hot weather that leaves us hot and sticky. And then when something metals gets pressed to your body, it may stick. This does not mean that you're magnetized. Other reasons these objects might temporarily stick are things like surface oils and surface tension. Some social media stars have even since admitted doing things like licking the magnet before the video to make it stick. The COVID-19 vaccine contains only mRNA, lipids, potassium chloride, sodium chloride, monobasic potassium phosphate, and dibasic sodium phosphate dihydrate, as well as sucrose. None of these items are magnetic. So with that, we're going to conclude our vaccine myths. It's been all over the news. People are getting COVID even though they're vaccinated. Many people say, well, that means that the vaccines aren't working. No, they are working. What it means is that not enough people have been vaccinated to keep the virus at bay. The virus is mutating and stronger or more virulent strains are thriving and getting even those that are vaccinated sick. The good news is that if you're fully vaccinated, the infections don't seem to be as critical as they would have been without vaccination. We are continuing to see people die. If you still haven't been vaccinated, I hope you'll consider getting whichever vaccine is available and convenient for you. As the CDC put it, the best COVID-19 vaccine is the first one that is available to you. If you have other topics you want to discuss about COVID vaccine, MIS, or COVID infections, please reach out to us. We'd be happy to engage in further conversation to answer any questions you may have. In our continuing mini-series on the COVID-19 vaccine, as promised earlier, we'll talk about what the efficacy in clinical trials really means. Thank you for joining us for Let's Talk About LTC with PCA Pharmacy. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. We're creating this series with a listener in mind. If there are any topics or guests you wish to be considered for inclusion or questions, 
please send them to our team at education at pcapharmacy.com. And please subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time, take care.